It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. And our friend Brett is out right now at the Black Rock Coffee location out on 67th Avenue and Bell Road. Bert, are you there? I'm here. How Hi. you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I, we miss you, Brett. I'm good. Oh, thanks. You know, it was nice. But I'm out here doing good things, though, so, you know. And that makes it worth it, to have you out of the room it, uh, it makes does. it okay. Yeah, this is a pretty good deal. Uh, Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lincoln do this every year. Operation Santa Claus is unbelievable. Where are you? What are you doing? Hit me. We are at 67th Avenue and Bell Road. If, if you want to put it in the GPS, 6805 West Bell Road at Black Rock Coffee. Now, here's the deal. Like you said, Operation Santa Claus going on huge thing every year they wanted to make it bigger so they brought us out here huge. and uh we're doing a, we're doing a cool thing here 10 cans of food and you're going to get entered in to win a brand new ford or lincoln mercury and if you don't got the food you, you can't stop anywhere no problem we're accepting the uh, cash donations as well yeah you're and a car uh, guy. hey wait a minute hold on time out he's old school you're a car guy you went lincoln mercury on my ass they don't even make mercury anymore yeah Oh, yeah, that's right. It just spilled out of you because you've been trained by advertising. You know why? Life. He loved that cougar. Oh, well, the cougar was cougar. awesome. Lincoln Mercury. I, you know, when you said it, I'm like, wait a minute. That's exactly how I hear it. And they don't make Mercury anymore. So now it's just right, Lincoln. Right, oh, there right. You go. I was with you All on right, that All right, so one. you're not going to get some old ass Lincoln. <laughs> mercury. Mercury. Get a but, new uh, Lincoln, not an yeah. old Mercury. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, yeah, come on out here. Sign up. Uh, like I said, if you don't have – you, you don't – 
can't clear out the pantry this morning, no problem. Just uh, swing by with some cash. And uh, we also got 98-cent uh, coffee for those that donate. Plus, right. of course, we'll be signing you up for uh, Ghost and Volby tickets. And I got 50 pair, well, less than 50 pair now, but uh, for the big happy ending tickets going out tomorrow. Beautiful. Awesome. At the Celebrity Theater. How about so. this, Brett? If somebody does what they did yeah. last time and brings a bunch of expired food, if they win the car, it's a Mercury. <laughs> we can yeah, set them up. Go. We'll give you an expired car. Yeah, you get an eighty-five grand marquee. That's exactly uh, right. We'll throw that. Is that a Mercury? <laughs> yeah, Mercury or a Sable? Oh, yeah. Didn't the cops used to drive grand marquees? Sable, yeah. yeah, the Sable. Yeah. Oh, I like those cars. So huh? the the Cougar. Now I think about it, Brett. That's the that was the Mustang version of yeah. Lincoln, right? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day it was, and yeah. then in the eighties it came. It turned into the T Bird. Yeah. Cougar and T Bird were the same thing. Right. How about that? Well, you know, but you just forgot. Boy, we are. Uh, it is so. You know, back in the... Well, so much proof, though, that advertising <laughs> works because it's ingrained it's in our done. heads. To say, I, When you said Lincoln Mercury, it made sense. And I'm like, wait a minute. I had to remind myself because, yeah, that's what it is. If I even say I that... I know. It just spilled out. Yeah. If, I mean, when I say that, there's a comedian on stage that did this to the crowd once, and I died laughing. He goes, you're all, you're all sheep. You know that, right? And he goes, here's how I'll prove it. Finish this sentence. Call Lerner and Rowe. It's the way to go. Nine seven seven one nine oh oh. We all know it, and the whole crowd said it back, and we're like, "Yeah, you're all sheep. The TV owns you. You're you're brainwashed." So it's hilarious. So, and JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. You can't not. If I say by Menon, you immediately go to Aquavelva and all the oh, stuff that's yeah. right there. That's, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody knows it. I can I can play with have your a brain. Coke and a smile. Yeah, there you go. Plop plop. Fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the stuff. Uh, Black Rock Coffee Bar this morning. Uh, you could win yourself a Sanderson Ford or a Sanderson Lincoln. All you got to do is drop off 10 cans of food and get yourself stuff from Brett. Brett, well done. We'll talk to you in a little while. Thank you, sir. Right, See you later. You 67th Avenue and Bell. That is where the young man sits this morning. He's just loving it. Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> How about this one? I got the need. The need for drive-through speed. That's when uh, Burger King tried to tell everybody they'd get through in like seven seconds, and it was a top oh, gun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember the greatest uh, one from there was Herb. Uh, no, Herb. Did he have a catchphrase? Though he just kind of Herb. No, just, just got to find him, like Waldo. Oh, and he ended up in Homer, Alaska. We're all brainwashed. Uh, speaking of brainwashing, here's some stuff that uh, you're going to be brainwashed by right now. Uh, Brady's news. It's the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> Let's listen to this. We keep talking about it. Hooters, Holmberg, the AZ Humane Society. Remind you to adopt, not shop. Check out today's featured pet. We told you about her. Marie, the beautiful Harrier Hound. Uh, she is the featured pet today for 12 Days of Strays. And all the adoptable pets at the Humane Society available to you. And then head to Hooters uh, for a Bud Light draft on special to celebrate your new entry to your family. Because Hooters is helping us out with the 12 Days of Strays. Which is great. They're getting rid of the uh, fees for you. They and Learner and Row. Uh, all the, it's just awesome. It's just such a great thing. So happy to be part of all this. So well done. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, reporter. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of baseless fun facts here. In 1838, a 14-year-old boy nicknamed the Boy Jones okay. broke into the Buckingham Palace and stole Queen Victoria's underwear. Wow. That's impressive. Not the underwear part that he broke into Buckingham Palace. Right. Thing's a fortress. And we still have it? 
I wanted to. Uh, the one thing I didn't uh, check on is what happened to the kid? Yeah, where's he? Well, you know, he was executed. The boy Jones, he was quartered. Was he? And handed, no, oh, I don't I think about eight thir- 1838. Still a chance. Hello, royal subjects. It would be time now for you to try to find the boy Jones to get my skiddies back. Glass blowers huh? use three different furnaces to make their glass. Okay. And the and one of those furnaces is called Okay. A glory hole. Oh yeah, the glory hole. They have that for mining too. Glory holes in mining. They I watched a guy who does the glass blowing stuff up in Prescott on one of those Let's travel around Arizona shows and he did this thing and he talked about stuffing it in the glory hole and he had no idea what he was saying. It was very funny. My mother in law in Denver makes the kilns for the glass blowing. Technically yeah. not your mother in law. You always confuse me with this. I say my um, mother-in-law by proxy. How's that mean? Well, it's the closest thing because it was Ronnie's mom's sister. So it's an aunt. And her mom. mom was out of the equation. So, this so is she kind of So it's almost a stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. Like it always confused me like, wait, she's back? Because I know Ronnie's mom isn't with us. <laughs> right. <gasps> she's what? She's blowing glass Yeah, I now? should say my, mo- my mother-in-law by proxy more okay. or less. Still confusing. Yeah. Adds a lot of questions. Michael Bay directed the video for the divinal song, I Touch Myself. You knew that? Yep. Yeah. It's the only about, good work he's ever done, by the way. Michael Bay movies stink. One of your favorite movies of all time, No Country for Old Men. Yep, top three. And There Will Be Blood. Yep. Filmed at the same exact time. Yep. Same area. And one day, No Country for Old Men had to shut down because smoke was covering the yep. set from the- They're burning all that oil over there for the other one. That bastard in yep. a basket. Was Austin the- in a basket! The saddest movie ever filmed. Man. Hard to sit through that. No Country for Old Men, however, brilliant, and I want to watch it with all of you in my underwear. I love that movie. I get that vibe a little bit on the Benedict Cumberbatch movie, the Western that that he's doing. Very similar. That is very... The dog something. Yeah. Yeah, people say that it is uh, painful because he's mean to somebody. Yeah, It it looks the same as the uh, There Will Be Blood. If you haven't watched There Will Be Blood, don't. If you're no happy, way, like why did look, I watch that? If you're happy, you're going to not be happy ever again. And if you're already depressed, you're going to go over the line and kill yourself. That I came out and like, what did I just buy? Who pitched that yeah, idea? Yeah. It is heart wrenching and horrible. But and when you it never you has don't a redeeming moment, it, though, how real Daniel Day Lewis is it's as amazing. That. It's just an actor's mac- a master class of yeah. acting, but it is wow, it's depressing. And a new survey. We do, however, have to get the clip of Bastard in a Basket for Toledo every time he says something I don't like. <laughs> Bastard in a Basket! And that kid went on to outstanding role in uh, Girl Next Door. Yeah, he was great. I believe his name was Clitz. Is that right? <laughs> I think so. That's that was right. his name in the movie. I was watching an old classic concentration with uh, Alex Trebek. Yeah, just the host. It's on the Buzzer Network. I, I, I love old game shows, and I'm watching this thing, and the guy goes, "Then let's welcome from Redondo Beach, uh, Adam Klitz." Klitz <laughs> yells at him immediately. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Just your name. Let's settle down. I wasn't being dirty. That's a tough name. Kuntz, another one that's rough because that's never pronounced correctly. So, in this uh, new survey, the average person uh, they were asked what point in life what year do you slow down 
and expect the pace of life to slow down. This one. So, you know, you hit the ground running after school, get married, had kids. They wonder when life will finally slow down. The average answer was 43. That life itself slowed down or you slowed down? Yeah, they found that uh, adults, it's just seven and a half hours to themselves every week or a little over an hour when they aren't doing any work or chores. Um, Those who slowed down already say their life is roughly 53% better than before. I got to say, I think I'm busier now than I've ever been. Mine started more or less at 43. <laughs> it's when I got married. Yeah, that's right. You were late to the, the kid. Game. So right. it's, I don't know, you know, and it's so easy to get the average out of that because it, how many people you're interviewing. Yeah, I just feel like I, like, it's that's deceiving. why I love Thanksgiving so much. It was like a break. I feel like I'm buzzing a lot, moving around. I do have a lot of downtime, which is good, but I don't take advantage of it. According to a new poll, more than half of the kids that were surveyed have left unimpressed by a Christmas present by their grandparents. They say oh, yeah. the grandparents give the worst gifts. They're terrible. They've been disappointed, 41% said. They're unrelatable with fashion. They're unrelatable with modern toys. They're Not my gramps. He was good. On either side. They knew? What'd they get you? Cash. Oh yeah, cash is the way. But it was always a small amount. My grandma you give like five to ten dollars, which was nice, but ours for the time, you know, um was awesome. I mean it wasn't like a ton yeah. of money, but and the Christmas tree, hundred bucks. Fresh right. hey, every year, every Christmas. Go to the bank and get yourself a C note. Yeah. That's nice. Especially when you were a kid, because that was hundreds oh. of years ago. The uh, the best gift a million ever dollars from uh, ten to <laughs> that's 40. right. If you'd hung on to that, my grandpa, my grandma was like, "You, Jen, you're a funny kid." Like she thought I was kind of funny, but it was in a weird way because she didn't understand my funny. She came from a different type of funny, and she would tell me jokes. That's funny, right? I'm like, that's pretty funny. Jen, I got you something for Christmas. I want you to open it early. It was uh, Steve Allen's "How to Be Funny," the book, and I'm like, so she's telling me. You're not really good at this. You need a little help. Learn from yeah, the learn, pro. Learn from the, the man. And it, Like, how arrogant is Steve Allen to write a how-to book on funny? It's like those teachers at community colleges that do comedy classes. You're just stealing money from unfunny people. We, uh, I had one in college, you know, about Mel Hellitzer was the mm-hmm. uh, professor. The comedy teacher. And he came from an advertising background. He did, like, um, I think the commercial uh, Mousetrap. For Hasbro, the oh yeah, the game, and he did a bunch of those uh, game commercials for sure. Hasbro, and cool. And his buddy was Henny Youngman. Oh, he was friends with. And Henny, Henny Youngman came to our class. He basically taught it as you know that comedy class was basically saying, "Here's what they do to do it." Right. Like, but did Henny come day. in and say, "You can't teach this"? Oh yeah, yeah you he said, "You're goes, funny or you're not." But here's how you could make money in comedy: is learn to. Right, like submit, you know, there, one thing that they did is a, a segment about a month where you'd submit jokes to the Tonight Show. Or, yeah, well, they'll buy them. Yep. I think they still do that, but I don't, you know, now that... I now used to sell jokes to Jay Leno when I lived in California. Yeah. He buys everything. And I told you that, that I started, it was 250 bucks a joke. If they would take it, right? And they took every and sometimes one. sometimes it wouldn't even air, right? They're like, they we never like that aired. one. I don't think, any, it was an Elian Gonzalez... 
when he was that Cuban kid that was in the closet in Florida and that big, yeah. and he was doing alien jokes every night. I'm writing alien Gonzalez jokes. Anonymous, like just some guy with an email. That's all I was. And I had an in to the Tonight Show through the place I was kind of doing work with. And they're like, yeah, he'll take all your, and he did. And if you would have, uh, like on this particular class back then, you know, so it was 80, late 80s, 87 yeah. or something. Greeting cards, big business yeah. for ideas and stuff. Because they want because it's just volume. Yep, that's what. Hey, I got more jokes from this homebuy guy. He just keeps giving another two fifty. And then, I was, how much money do they have? I, for, at one point, I was like seven fifty thousand bucks a week for just throwing five or six jokes at him, and then they paid for like three or four. They almost took every joke I had, and then I started to realize that these don't have to be funny. They just buy them so no one else can have them. Yeah, because you give them up. And then I don't think or I ever saw one on the Or maybe we can work this one even or like on one of the top. Well, yeah. yeah, you're banking. And also, I think if that word got out, everybody started to watch Leno to see if their jokes were on. You didn't get a writer's credit. You didn't get anything. You just bought it. So I've got like thousands of jokes from people with a, you know, you just get out there and just give $250. It gets you to buy listeners and viewers. It works out for everybody. Yeah, it was weird. And then I started to work for Premier Radio doing the exact same thing. And they bought morning show bits. And I would write morning show bits in between for them. characters of War of the Roses. <laughs> right when that was doing, yeah, I did characters for when I was down there. I would do voices for them. What? And then I didn't realize I was supposed to be in a union, so I, I got like, kind of pushed out. But I wrote things that weren't funny on purpose to see if anybody was reading this. Hey, great work, John. Thanks. And I'm like, oh, you guys are just filling CDs and sending them to these morning shows, and this is garbage. I'm writing garbage because my name wasn't on it. I didn't care. That reminds me of. Uh one of the funniest things that Norm McDonald would talk about is pitching horrendous oh, ideas. Pitching ter- so at no the one meetings. would steal them. Yeah. And they at Saturday Night Live meetings, he'd like pitch sketches that were <laughs> awful because he's like, I'm not interested in giving you my real ideas. You guys will Dark, hack them. Yeah. Disgusting. Yep. Unerrable nonsense. <laughs> yeah. New regulations went into effect this week that let collectors reach out to people through their social media accounts including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For one-third of U.S. adults with a credit report, they currently have debt in collections. Oh, gee, a third? So you can, about one-third of the U.S. adults with a credit report currently have, yeah, have debt in collections. So if you have credit at all, 33% of people are in collections. On something. Wow. That's huge so now the credit collectors aren't going to butter you up with uh you know eggplant emojis and hearts and uh, <laughs> they're not gonna you know. be nice to you anymore yeah Holy but they can Jesus. come in imagine that you're i can just see it like oh man what a great weekend over at the ritz carlton yeah by the way you owe yeah. us uh it's what the, the, the process servers do yeah my friend got hit by a process server once when this gorgeous girl that sat in his front yard on a, on a motorcycle walked up and said, Scott, is that you? He's like, yeah, why? Hi, here's your papers for – oh, he fell for it. Uh, they know your first name. They can reach out to you privately. They, they can't send public messages that are yeah. viewable to others. Ah. Um, this was cleared by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau last year. Hit you on the DMs. The director at the time said the rules weren't intended to modernize the legal regime to collect. Wow. This woman in Turkey. I'm blown away at the amount of people that have something in collections. That's a ton. 
Um, the co- well, you, it is a ton. You think about the credit card companies. But to go to where you're just not paying and they're, they have to chase. And they, Crazy. you know, they, uh, not what they write off every year. I guess it's right. not even so much the credit card. I got to believe a lot is um, hospital stuff too, but that doesn't, I yeah, I don't know how that goes. In. That's a lot. This 42-year-old woman in Turkey sued after she went in to get a, a laser facial. Oh, a, a laser facial. Oh. They said lazy facial. Like, what in the hell's a lazy facial? Well, the lady doing it was lazy. Oh. She got an argument with her boyfriend on the phone and left the laser. Oops. Burned a hole in her face. face. Oh, Burned no. her face up. Oh. She posted some before and after shots. And it looks like her entire face got burned. She used to have uh, pretty clear skin, but now it looks like a whole face covered in dark freckles. Yikes. We don't know the exact treatment she got. It could have been a laser facial mask they left on too long, or they might have been just using a wand. Either way, um, she's arguing uh, because of that, she's looking for... That to be handled. I'm surprised she's not suing for money. They only awarded her $260. That's it? Yeah. They gave her money back for the facial that destroyed her face? They're letting the place pay her out in 10 equal installments as well. 26 bucks a month for 10 months. Hey, Brady, look who came back in the room. <laughs> oh, damn it. I didn't get it right. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got to do that again. Hey, Brady, look who came in the room. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is it, Toledo? <laughs> he got on that. Oh, he hopped right on it. I got all the clips now. Oh, by the way, it's now that I'm gay, Leno, I'll also give you $250 for every dick pic you send me. So that's pretty nice. I just want to get that out there, Brady. $250, bucks. you just fire over a shot of your crank. And, uh... Give me the spinny basket. I'll oh, take yeah. that from my favorite. Spinning bastard in a basket. Oh, I love that. Thank you very much. You. It's so depressing. <laughs> it's Toledo, though. He's an orphan in a basket in the middle of the desert. Couldn't be more true. <laughs> oh, I couldn't like that more. Thank you, Richard. A bunch of uh, aerosol deodorants just got recalled. Sorry, Brady. Bastard from a basket! <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part of the movie. I was the only dick in the theater going, <laughs> that's great stuff. Good one, Danny. Like that one. I like that one. I said, yell it again. Bastard from a basket. I know that guy. (laughs) So a bunch of popular aerosol deodorants just got recalled because one of the ingredients could cause cancer. Not a big deal. Not because of climate change. Everything does. The brands under recall. Old Spice and Secret. FDA posted a full list of all 17 specific types. Uh, they include the varieties like uh, Secret Fresh, Old Spice, Pure Sport, and Below the Belt 
anti-chafing spray by Old Spice below deck. All of them made by Procter & Gamble. And they were talking about the spray-on versions. The gel and the roll-on types are uh, made with different ingredients. Those are okay. Yeah. Those don't destroy everything. The one they're worried about is the benzene, which is uh, linked to leukemia. Okay. Certain products are allowed to have up to two parts per million of leukemia of the of the, of the uh, benzene, but of the deodorants, uh, they had nine times that much. Technically, they shouldn't have any. the The recall could eventually expand to include other brands. The independent lab that found the benzene. Also found potentially potentially dangerous amounts in tag, sure, it's suntan weight, lotion suave, too, right? Or right guard and brute. Wasn't yeah, that the same brands, stuff? Brands, those brands had the yeah, benzene. Yeah, had the benzene. Yeah. I drank the stuff. I mean, it's. I welcome cancer. I'm so tired of this planet. <laughs> Everything's bad. Everything I hear is like, oh, there's another thing I gotta hate. I, I, we can't do good news because it's boring, but everything's awful. That you stuff that keeps you from sweating so you don't stink gives you cancer. <laughs> you got that now? Six of this, half dozen of the other. It's like, I don't care. Give me the cancer. I don't want to smell. What would you rather have, cancer or stinky? I'd rather be known as the guy with cancer. At least people feel sorry for you. When you smell, everybody hates you. So it's you can't you can't win. Or you got to rub one of those rocks on your arm. I can't get under that routine that they said they recommend for deodorant. Like you're supposed to put it on when you're dry, like not after the shower. Right. You've been care. doing that routine for just as long as, as, long as you don't smell. smell. That's yeah, the, I don't care. Sometimes I'll pit out. It's fine, but I don't stink. Let's get to some radio videos. The first one is uh, this fifty-one-year-old guy in Australia named Neville Sharp. He says his wife recognized his talents as a burper. Oh, jeez! Encouraged him to go for the record. You ready for this? Back in two thousand nine, these are called bogans in Australia. By the way, it's just hilarious little combination from Brady's last name down there. But that's what they call hillbillies in Australia. Back in uh, two thousand nine, a guy in the UK named Paul Hun set a record for the world's lar- uh, loudest burp. Okay, hundred nine point nine decibels. It's like a Who concert. It's pretty loud, loud as a jackhammer. Wow. Yeah. Um. So this guy, this Australian guy, Neville Sharp, the bogan, right? He went after it. Guinness just recognized it as the loudest burp ever produced by a human. His first one broke Paul Hun's record okay. of 109.9. He put out 110 decibels. Man. Second one, 112.4 decibels. What's the second big one on? All right, yeah. let's listen to these giant burps. This is always classic. It's so exciting, yeah, John. For you. <laughs> Jesus there you Christ. go. 110 decibels. 110.0. Whoa! Congratulations, you're the, you're the world's grossest person. Congratulations. Can you do it again? Great play. There's 112.4. Announce it, lady. 112.4. You broke your own record, you pig. It's great. The marvellous stuff. Waltzing Matilda. Waltz, aren't we proud Australians today? Isn't it a great day here in Oz? And he's just, he looks like a typical Aussie bogan. He's got his dumb bottle up. Look at that. 112, no, that's, mate. That's the meter. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I challenge everyone in the world to try to <laughs> topple me. Can't be done. I'm the number one man on the planet. Can't be beaten. 
<laughs> done it again. Wrong country, but one thirteen of me. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't start singing UK <laughs> stuff, mate. That's who I took down. It's waltzing Matilda now. Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> waltzing Matilda. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. <laughs> I've done it again. One nineteen. I'm just a. I'm a bullet train pointing north. My goal is to burp 200 decibels someday and deafen a child. <laughs> if I could do that, then my, my, my mission in Gold life met. is complete. I want to deafen an orphan, perhaps even a small child whose parents have abandoned him. Bastard from a basket! That's exactly... <laughs> right in his ear. Take that. 115, love. Great work! In a rab... Uh Aborigine citizen did 115 oh. decibels. They won't recognize. Won't it. recognize it. In fact, we killed Not him immediately true. after he took my record. That's a white man's record. Abos, don't touch it. <laughs> 118. Take that, Abos. We got a couple of more radio videos. This is a, another throwdown in a pizza place. A fight breaks out, and they're bringing out the. Uh, These make you angry. Yeah, they? this is. It. <laughs> Actually, probably reminiscent of a lot this of times Brady's one. been in fights. <laughs> oh, geez, over the counter fight. There might be some cussing. All right. Ooh, he went after the chef. They're back. They're back in the. Oh yeah, they're back in the oven <laughs> area. Then he reaches in the blodget, gets the wood. What's a blodget, Brady? The oven, the pizza oh. oven, oh, or a baker's pride. Just oh, talk to us, wow. normal human. No being. one knows blodget. <laughs> knows what a don't brand a Vulcan, a Vulcan pizza oven. I'm done with brand. this video. It's it's. He's, He's getting, got the ladle now, no, I'm John. done talking to you. You're getting something for free, and I don't like it. Here it comes. It's all set up. I know what you're doing. Reach into a blodget, which are awesome, and you can get one right now at Bibbicue Island. <laughs> no. Over there at uh, Sunshine Acres Barbecue <laughs> Islands. I'm going for a, a commercial pizza oven at my place. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do a little product placement there. That's not any <laughs> you, sort of You ordinary. laugh if it showed up at oh your house. God, we'd be there. I have no room for it. Blodgett people are like, hey, thanks That's a lot for the help. That's the only reason. Helper. I just don't have room for it. Uh, but if I did, I've got room if the friends over at Sunny Acres Island Builders come by the house again. <laughs> what was it called? Pacific Palisades? Crystal Creek. That's the one. <laughs> Crystal Creek comes by and makes room for that Blodgett five feet from my other oven. Man, they do a great job. Get rid of Ronnie's Brady's garden outside out kitchen is adjacent <laughs> to his inside kitchen. Just more kitchen. Love to have one of them pizza ovens. You know, there's three of us in the house now. That's could be piling out a lot more food. Pushing out a lot of pizza. What we need is a kitchen for every person in the house. Right I now, I've got a five-minute ticket time. It's amazing. The best thing we've done here since the Pacific Palisades Kitchen Builders came to the house is put a bathroom and a bedroom kitchen in. I got a grill right next to Ronnie's. Get all your men's here. Pizza right below it. Blodget, <laughs> dick, You're... jackass. It's just a next pizza. one is a all girl, the rest of us normal. Just a goddamn oven. Sub Zero. That's what you got there. <laughs> oven elitist. Yeah. Bougie douche. All right, what's this? Girl enjoying a hike. Okay. Checking out a nice little This is kind of a waterfall. It's going to get slippery, sister. Don't. Oh, she's going down the waterfall with the camera. And it ain't easy. Oh! She's dead. <laughs> the camera. Listen. She's still underwater. She's screaming for her life, Brady. This is scary. And she keeps sinking. That's uh, getting air, basically. Oh. Well, it sounds like the wind's knocked out. Yeah, it was. 
She stands Whoop. right on the edge of the waterfall in the water. Yeah. Oh, that hit right there. Oh, oh man. She okay? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Good stuff, Brady man. Brady doesn't follow up. He just follows the Instagrams. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, Brady, I'd say $250. I'll take that off your hands and I'll run it on your bet your life this week. Holy moly. That was terrifying. We were underwater with her for a little while while she was dying. I'm going to run this one. Run the death gurgle. <laughs> I'm going to run this one on the funny show. As long as she broke the surface Jesus and came up still with the You're wind knocked out of her. Satan. This is one of the best pickup basketball dunks I've seen in, in a long time. This guy gets up. Oh, my. He's 14 <laughs> feet in the air. Look how he, so high he could barely oh, land. Oh, my God. Wow. The helicopter. The gorilla doesn't get that high on the trampoline. No. Get out of the way. Oh, he dunked, that, he dunked that if the rim was on top of the backboard. It's amazing. Wow. Good sweet wow. Jesus. Sign him now. Wow, yeah, no that looks kidding. like a group of people in their teens. That seventh grader can get up. Hey, by the way, uh, also, f*** you, WNBA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. these, are, these are dudes who can't make it in the NBA, yeah. and I'm watching this. Can you imagine what he would score? In the WNBA, yeah. 1,000 points a night. Boom! That's the biggest dunk I've ever seen. And he's not that tall. Doesn't look like it. No. He's tall. He's like probably 6'3". I mean, Muggsy Bugs could dunk. Shove it right in your ass, Brittany Griner. <laughs> you guys have no sport at all. We just like the NBA. Just have to give us a chance. I go to I go to Kiwanis Park and watch this. Right, right. Watch that all day this long dude for free. Fifteen feet in the air. That is he's unbelievable. I remember there was Dominique Wilkins said the only thing because they were in the early nineties, late eighties. They were tired of dunks. Traditional basketball people were like I gotta do something about this. And that's what the, the SNL thing was, this maniacal devil basketball played by our Negro warrior, Sweet River Baines. <laughs> the first black player to be on the Globetrotter because he was dunking. Hey, he's punishing the rim again. There's that move again. But there are people who didn't like the dunking because they thought it took it out. And Dominique Wilkins said, because they were talking about raising the rim to 11 and a half, 12 feet. And Dominique yeah. said, we can, get, we can get to 14 easy. You can raise it all you want. A lot of us can knock that cold. But Muggsy Bogues was 5'3". Yeah. He could dunk. I hate the WNBA so much for and trying Spud to. Spud Webb won it at five or was it, seven. Yeah, Spud Webb. Well, I think Muggsy did, but Muggsy could get on the rim at five three. But uh, the thing they said about height. Dominique back in the day too, and a couple other guys, they could change change out your dollar. You put it on the top of the. Oh, they, could, they could see what <laughs> yeah. was up there. Yeah. Well, I got dunked on in that Globetrotter game by a dude named Skywalker, and his it wasn't Kenny Skywalker, the guy that played for the Knicks. It was a, just a, I think just his another name was Skywalker. Skywalker. And when he's coming at me, he goes move. Uh huh. You don't move. And he jumped over me, and I kind of ducked a little. And then I'm looking back. He's got one arm in the rim, and he's holding the ball with the other one. He's dunked to his elbow to where he can hang on the rim. And he caught it. And he caught it with the other hand. (laughs) That's Skywalker, everyone who just jumped over the cancerous white boy. (laughs) I I was scared to death. That dude, it it was nothing to him. I'm six feet tall, and boing. He'd move, and I didn't. I, did, well, I don't know. I'm not going to move. That's not good defense. Sorry, Skywalker. Sorry about that, Skywalker. I didn't realize you were half kangaroo. <laughs> Next time, I'm getting out of the way. But if I'd have moved, I'd gotten a knee in the head. Or well, maybe not. It was over me. Jumped right over me. Nothing to it. That guy was 15 feet. It was like that. I would have just stood there like, I'm an idiot. Why did I even? And I had my hands up. I was in perfect defensive form for this impossible-to-defend move. What are you going to do? Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. Fantastic work. 
And that one video, that hilarious one of that girl dying, it just kind of ends. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Keep those up. Stay safe, kids. What is that Instagram page? Holy <laughs> This lady she might dead. be dead. Yeah, She, she gone. She World gone. star. She gone edition. <laughs> Thanks for that, Brady. That was good stuff. Uh, we'll check in with Brett in a little bit. He's out there at the Black Rock Coffee Bar, uh, 67th Avenue and Bell Road, if you want to get out there and maybe win a car. We'll tell you how in a minute. It's 98 KUPD. There goes your Brady Report. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? I'm not cool with this at all. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.